Hello and welcome back to the Creature Quorum. I'm Alan Ibrahim from Chats and Scanline Media. I'm Six Detmar from Scanline Media, and Alan, it's not just the Creature Quorum, it's the Johto Quorum this time. And where specifically in the world of Pokemon are we going tonight, Six? Well, we still haven't managed to get our passports updated, so we cannot leave Paldea just yet. We're still trapped on this fucking peninsula. I have not gotten them to revoke the warrant for my arrest, so we're not going to any government places, including airports. That's a shame, because some of these Pokemon do fly. <laughs> oh, wait, didn't we get rid of the stork? Yeah, we can't go <laughs> We did get rid of the stork. Also, listen, you know who we kept? Mm. We kept somebody who can knock down anything that flies. Thank you, Tinkerton. <laughs> Appreciate you. Nintendo put out like a, a cute gif recently of Tinkerton walking around doing her thing. Yeah. And hitting things. And I was like, that's it. You made the mobile game. Now just make that playable and you did it. It's so easy. But we, we would play it easy. like for like five minutes and then be bored. That's fine. <laughs> I just want it. Okay. Fair no, enough. you're right. I want, I want a full like Square Enix developed 100 hour JRPG about Tinkerton. Nino Puny. <laughs> My God, the way you just like ran out of air there for kind of scared me. I just heard you suffocate. <laughs> it was it was a moment where I heard it and I was like, "That's kind of funny." And then a part of me was like, "No, that's really funny." And so I was very surprised <laughs> by the laugh. Yeah, <laughs> I love a shocked laugh very much. <sighs> All the kids at school are always making fun of my friend here, and they're shocked laughing at Cyclizar, our first Pokemon of the episode. Yeah. Cyclozar, the mount Pokemon, Mototokage. I'm to gonna be Tokage God. is like a lizard, right? So it's yeah, like it Moto is. Lizard. Wait, Tokage. What is Kage? Wind is that what this is? No, Kage is shadow, but it's it's. I think it's unrelated that it is. Okay, Tokage is. I don't think there's a shadow connection there. I gotcha. Cyclozar, um, most notably, is a lizard with a tail that converts into a sort of pair of wheels um, if it leans down and mm -hmm. its head looks like the front of a motorcycle. And also notably, it does not evolve or uh, come from any other Pokemon, but definitely has some sort of ancient or futuristic relative in Coridon and Miraidon, the two uh, mascot Pokemon of this generation. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's an interesting case of it being like what do we call those, right? I mean, I guess they call them paradox pokemon, right? But it's this like they're not evolutions. They're not, you know, like they're just like the way that time might potentially force these to adapt. Um, I'm not sure what we call that. But it's a it's a unique thing to Paldea, this like mm -hmm. It's not that. It's something related to that. Yeah. yeah. Um, you want some Jodacorum numbers here, Six? Sure. Let's do it. Apparently, Cyclozar has been allowing people to ride on its back since ancient times. Depictions of this have been found in 10,000-year-old murals. That's not that unreasonable. 2023 minus 10,000 is negative 7,977. Yeah, we've got cave so drawings that go further back than that. Seventy nine, seventy seven BCE. 
Anything good? Oh my god. <laughs> I looked up 7977 BC and the first thing is the Darth Apocalypse from the Transformers Marvel Overwatch <laughs> Universe wiki. Wow. The very founder of the Sith religion, Wolfen Vortigan, had grown a massive hatred over Genesis Skywalker, founder of the Jedi Order in 7977 BC. I need to leave. I need to leave. <laughs> the oldest known cave painting is from Indonesia, and it is 45,000 years ago. So oh. 10,000 is not that unreasonable. Yeah. Okay. Also not that unreasonable, but still kind of a lot. Uh, from the Violet decks, it can sprint at over 70 miles per hour while carrying a human. The rider's body heat warms Cyclozar's back and lifts the Pokemon spirit. So basically the way it works is the wheels plant and then it uses its legs as like the engine part of it. Um. Because obviously on a motorcycle, the way it works is your engine hooks up to the wheels and forces the wheels to spin. Here, it is resting on the wheels like how a trolley rests on the wheels, but it is actually powered by the the action of the legs. It's like the the Flintstones. Yeah, it is. Okay, but with four legs instead of two. Right, right. I mean, it's also kind of like if you pushed like a shopping cart. Right. And then jumped your on legs it. Move wheels. Lift your legs up and hopped on. You know that thing. I was gonna say I love doing that. You know who loves doing that? My dad is a big fan of doing that. Where he jumps on the shopping cart. Huh. And it always scares me because he's a little older, and I'm like, ah, dad, ah. <laughs> but it's very fun. That's what Cyclozar's vibe is. It's fun. I like a little. I like a car Pokemon. I like a motorcycle Pokemon. I like the way um, the back tail like curls up to become the wheel. That's kind of a cute effect. The one on the the sort of neck obviously looks like shit. Um, <laughs> it does. It's giving you two the tail that turns into the wheel. Yeah, I see that. That's fair. Did we give that a term? Is that a segment term or something? Um. Yeah, I guess. No, that's a that's a momentum, right? Oh, it is. It is. It's a classic momentum. Uh huh. Uh shiny here is interesting. Um, it's now sort of like a sandy brown instead of a uh, green. Yeah. Okay. Um, the head is a little bit more white. The wheels are. Yeah. Well, it might just be by contrast. I can't tell. You know the thing where you set two colors next to each other, right? Um, yeah. And the black, the like the black parts that aren't the wheels anyway, are now just like an even brighter sandy color, which I think is definitely a mistake. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that part particularly. Um, I don't dislike this. This almost looks like a regional variant, though. But of what? Like, it's like a desert version. Oh, I see. You mean the shiny looks like a regional variant of Cyclozar. Sure. You yeah, have to yeah, make yeah, a few yeah. other changes, but I get what you're saying. Of course. Of course. Um, Yeah, I feel okay. I don't think this is a hell yes for me, but I think it's, an, it's a, a comfortable, like, this is pretty cool. And it's dragon normal, worth noting. I guess dragon in the, like, way the head shape and its moveset. It's focused on movement and traversal. Make dragons normal. <laughs> Normalize dragons. Yeah. Don't imagine dragons. Normalize them. You don't need to imagine them anymore, baby. You're writing one to school. I hope you like dragons, Miss Swan, because today you're living one? Pirates of the Caribbean's come back soon. Oh, that's good. I don't think they're going to have Johnny Depp in it. Anyways. Um, keep her cut. It's like I, I it's. I think it's a no, because it's not a hell yes. Yeah. It's pretty generic. Looking, yeah. Other than the, yeah. the wheel thing is cool, but 
Yeah, I don't think we, have, I think we literally have just, other Pokemon for that. Yeah, the neck just doesn't pull it off, you know. Precisely, precisely. Um, who's next six? Well, next on our list would be Orthworm. The orthopedic worm Pokemon. The orthological worm. Or earthworm. Or earthworm. Mimizuzu. Mimizu obviously means earthworm. Uzumeru is to bury. That's like that's I don't like the Japanese name very much. I also don't like or... this design very much. It's a little doofy. It's what do you not like... like about it though? It's like a metal snake. It's like what if a an earthworm first of all had a weird collar thing and also was like Haro from Gundam. <laughs> the head is the head is very Haro, that's true. Uh, oh, blue little oh, protrusions are its arms. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Did you not get to this in the game? No. This is a. Uh, I think it's a titan. It's one of the titan, the first titans you can find. Um, it's a bit of a weird fight because you have to like basically play whack a mole with it. It's like you have to ride the bike around fast enough to catch it because every time it sees you, it runs away really fast underground. I see. I see. Um, and it uses those tendrils as sort of. Um, fists a la Lady Bu- Ladybug. So that's a that's a cool thing. When attacked, this Pokemon will wield the tendrils on its body like fists and pelt the opponent with a storm of punches. Sure. I mean, this begs a question, right? Right. Centipedes. They're creepy, right? Yeah. Would they not be creepy if those were arms instead of legs? Wait. You're saying if they were all arms? Uh-huh. Are they not? Oh, you're saying like if an actual real life centipede instead of them yes. being a hundred legs was hundred arms. Yeah, I think that would be less creepy. Yes. Also, ontologically, huh. did you know that Orthworm is probably not an insect? I mean, because it's made uh, of steel, or <laughs> <laughs> no? Because um, I actually have been on a, I'm on, I'm on a short term bar trivia league right now. Um, so we're doing like a little four week league and we got a really fun question recently that was like, what are the um, minimum number of legs to be considered an insect? Do you know the answer? Four. It, no, because dogs are not insect six. It does not, I'm not saying anything that has that many legs is automatically an insect. You said, what is the minimum? If that's the only requirement, if anything that has however many legs is automatically an insect, that's stupid. Taxonomically and phylogenetically, an insect has six legs. Okay. Fun fact. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, it's so they can have alternating tripods of support. Um, so earthworm is not that, if because these are hands, not legs. But it is that if they're legs. But earthworms. I'm not here to debate that. Are earthworms not insects? I guess is that what you're saying? Are earthworms insects? Because they don't have that's any legs. Question. No, worms are not insects. Insects have exoskeletons that act like a skeletal support and protect the insect's soft internal organs. Worms do not have that. I love it when terms are useful. And like, or I mean, this is like when AMCA was determining bug versus insect. Like, but that's a feel thing, right? This mm-hmm. is like, I don't know. I mean, this is a thing that happens a lot, and I understand that in in you know like scientific classification, there's a point for these things. But for everyday people, there's a lot of like. 
uh, whatever, you know, if it's small and it's gross, it's a bug, right? What are we doing? Yeah. Insect, according to the dictionary, is a small arthropod, arthropod, by the way, meaning uh, invertebrate animal of the large phylum arthropoda. So that's how they categorize creatures. Small arthropod that has six legs and generally one or two pairs of wings. That's an insect. So definitely orthrum is not an insect. But let's keep an eye out. Let's keep insect watch going. Yeah, um, I didn't really have anything to say about orthworm. Um, this po- it's, it's this Pokemon lives in arid deserts. It maintains its metal body by consuming iron from the soil. It's like that classic Game Grumps bit where they're playing the Teletubbies game and they have a little live action clip of children playing in a playground. And one of them narrates for the child, quote, I made the dog drink gasoline because I thought it would go faster. Which is so fucking stupid and funny to me that I think about it all the time. Huh. I, yeah, I don't know that one. Don't feed it. Don't, don't give a dog gasoline to make it go faster. That doesn't work. It's the plot of a Bond um, movie. Really? No, but there's a there's a villain who drinks oil in one of them. It's it's a uh, same. Oil! <laughs> Thank you. I, was, I, I just finished listening to On Her Majesty's Secret Playlist right before um, we started recording. Good episode. Oh, and we referenced the oil thing in that. Yeah. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. I was like, we don't talk about Kingdom Hearts. What are you doing? <laughs> huh? Uh, so yeah. we're cutting this, right? Sure. Uh, it's shiny is okay, though. Sort of like a soft yeah. blue. Yeah. But... I prefer the shiny. Uh, Plain yeah. Steel type. You know, let's work it out. You know, we're going to do a weird cut, but keep shiny, which is just like, hey, good job on the shiny, even though we don't want this <laughs> just... thing. Just a pat on the back. It's nothing else. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. A time for one God. I I definitely only saw very briefly when adding it to our spreadsheet. It's Glimit. I've never seen this creature until right now. This is a rock and poison ore Pokemon called Kirame in Japanese. Uh-huh. Uh, I can best describe it as a large seed podling with a flowering bud out of the top of it. And As, eyes. Yeah, eyes. it's like you dug up like a bulb, you know, like a tulip or something yeah. when it was still very young. Yeah, exactly. Um, Kirame Kirakira is the onomatopoeia for glittering. Uh-huh. And uh, Kirameku is uh, uh, glitter. Glitter. And Me, Kirame, Me is bud. It's like a glittering bud, basically. Whereas... With the uh, English name, it's just Glimmer and then Et to make it seem sort of cutesy and small. Yeah, or Glimmer and Emit. I mean, it's not. That's the Glimmit. that's the that's Bulbapedia stretching like they do so often. Yeah. But Speaking of stretching, this thing does stretch when it evolves. Worth it noting, does. It does. Um, Rock poison. Weird typing. Uh, Glimmit's toxic mineral crystals look just like flower petals. This Pokemon scatters poisonous powder like pollen to protect itself. Well, that's kind of cool. I like mineral crystals. It, it can, absorbs nutrients. Go ahead. It can float. It's a rock, but it can float. Oh, yeah. In you see air. in the Pokedex art, it's all floating around. Yeah. It absorbs nutrients from cave walls. The petals it wears are made of crystallized poison. Cool. I like that the Scarlet Dex is just a more like childish or simplified version of the Violet Dex. Like they're crystal poison, not toxic mineral crystals. Mm-hmm. 
po- I kind of like this concept of a poison flower bud, a living poison flower bud. It's neat. I don't feel like there's a lot. It feels underdeveloped, I think. Visually, it definitely is. Let's see. It's shiny. Oh, shiny is also cool. Again, I prefer the shiny. Yeah, that bright, that lighter blue uh, on the flowers. Yeah, that's pretty. And a darker blue on the bud. Yeah. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I guess we could keep this guy. It's a, it's a bit of a weirdo. Yeah, what's wrong with a little weirdo, though? He's a little know? fucked up. A fucked up little freak, just like me. It evolves into Glamora at level 35. Isn't Glamora one of the witches from Kingdom Hearts? Uh, Oh! Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm trying to remember what her actual name is, but it's actually pretty close to that. Which is from Snow White, because isn't it actually not? From... Yeah, yeah. Not Snow White. This is the problem. I don't know what Disney thing they're from. Oh, it's like the it's like three witches Disney. What are the three? <laughs> uh, Flora, Fauna, and Meriwether. It's Sleeping Beauty. Okay. All right. Glamora. Flora. It's what happens if Glimit uh it just kind of inflates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um I feel like s- saying it goes blanky mode always makes us want to keep something. I this is like p- blanky mode derogatory. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I mean like the Pokédex picture, yeah, when you see it opened up. Yeah. That's really good, right? Okay. Shit. That makes it way stronger so in the pokedex picture folks um i mean you could you could look it up and i would recommend it but basically it's sort of bud mode is a bud mode and it will open up it will sort of like punch its like its nose into a rock and then open up into a a pretty cool looking flower Ooh. yeah i really like the flower version of this guy of this fella Glamora, Glamora, Glamora. The shiny's the same. Nice bright blue. Uh-huh. I wish there was 3D model art of the opened version. Yeah, the open shiny. That looks way cooler. It looks like, um... Fuck, what's the flower mobile suit? The Rafflesia. Oh, sure. A little bit. <laughs> A little bit. Yeah, I can see what you're, I can see what you're getting at. Um, it's a flower. Glamora's petals are made from crystallized poison. We know... Are made from crystallized danger. poison energy. Um, it has recently become evident that these petals resemble Terra Jewels. Raise your hand if you remember what Terra Jewels are. I think they're the thing that trigger terrestrializing, or terrestalizing, I think is actually the name. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, when this Pokemon detects danger, it'll open up its crystalline petals and fire beams from its conical <laughs> body. <laughs> it really is the Rafflesia. <laughs> it is the Rafflesia. Wait, what? Dope. Ah, oh, God, the unfolded version really is selling me, and the closed version is, like, blanky mode. I just, if you want to really nitpick, look at the art of closed version. Uh-huh. The eyes are placed really weirdly. Yeah, they're kind of, well, I think this is the thing, is that they, if you look at um, the, like, wrapped up version of it. Uh-huh. You can see it from two different sides. Like, you can see it in, in, in uh, Bulbapedia. You see, like, sort of that nose-looking thing poking forward. But then... Oh, no, it's just the angle. Never mind. I don't know. It, it, they're just, like, inset into this transparent 
nose thing. It's it's weird. I think that's cool. I think that's cool. It's cool, but the thing that I worry about is that when it's in flower mode, its face is just buried in the sand like an ostrich. Yeah, a little bit. But what works is that the eyes are you can it almost looks like they're looking at you from every angle. Uh-huh. I'm a fan of that part. And the tips of the flowers when it's opened all look almost like uh like they unhook, they unlatch from the flower pod part. Hmm. You can see the little nodges on the Pokédex picture as if it's mechanical. That's very cool. Yeah, this thing's really cool. Um I think I think Glimmit is a little weak, but I think it's we we it's it's worth keeping for Glamora, which is pretty sick. Mhm. I agree. I agree 100%. But perhaps we should move on to Gravarde. That's Grievard. That's uh, just being a pain in the Grievard. Uh, Glamora, we're not going to see for a while. I think it's, it's something you see in Area Zero, which is a uh, okay. location. That's why neither of us know what that is. Oh, it's it's Bochi the Rock. I didn't even get to say it. I just I just noticed that it's called Bochi, and it's, it's already on top of their shit. When is Oopsal Anime going to cover Bochi the Rock? It's too late. The show is already come and gone. Well, you still could. Yeah, we've talked about it a couple times. I watched half of the first episode when I was feverishly ill in January. Um, Grievard. Grievard is how I want to pronounce that. Great. I don't know. I think it's yeah, Gr- Grieve. Grievard, because it's like graveyard. Yeah. And Grieve, yeah. So it's said that a dog Pokemon that died in the wild without ever interacting <laughs> with a human was reborn as Pokemon. This friendly Pokemon doesn't like being alone. Paid even the slightest bit of attention, it will follow you forever. What a sweetie! A dog woman that died in the wild without ever interacting with a human. He just wants to make friends he never got to in his lifetime. Oh, okay. Uh, however, it is. this is not... Um, where is this from? This is from the official website. Uh, however, it is advised not to play with Grievar too often as it is known to slowly and unwittingly drain the, life, drain the life force of those near it. Nothing beats a good ghost-type entry. That's really sad. Yeah. The tragedy, right? The push and pull yeah. of, love, of loving a Grievard. I mean, listen, um, you could die a few years younger. It's fine. It's fine. I didn't need those extra years. What was I going to do? Eat food. But looking at uh, it... You know, it's just got a big, like, long mane of, like, very human-ish, like, mop hair on its head, covering its eyes. It has a candle up there. Otherwise, it's just a big shaggy dog with kind of a cartoonish, like, almost a friendly version of a monster mouth. The monster mouth. It was a monster mouth. It was a mouth. I was going to ask you what dog it's based on, but it's based on various long-haired dog breeds. The Briard, the Commodore, the Catalan Sheepdog. There's a little retriever in its shiny. Because it turns yellow. Ah! Golden dog. Uh, did you know that Kazuyuki Kurashima, the designer of Grievard and its evolution, uh, designed also nothing else? This is the only Pokemon that he designed. Hmm. These two guys. Interesting. I think he's actually an animator graphic designer and animator who also happened to work on a li- one design that's cool that they let more but they didn't just like have a guy or a girl just like be the designer oh the name is really cute 
in Japanese because it's yeah. it's bochi and it's bochi for graveyard, but it's also bochi for hitori bochi, which is like you know being alone, loneliness, and then puchi, which is a common uh, dog name in Japan. That's cute. Cute. That's I imagine that's a joke that the average Japanese child is gonna get. I mean, the thing Bucky. is, I I bet they won't because it's like. A lot of Maybe these... not Hitori Bochi. Well, the other thing is kids are so good at accepting things at face value. Can I tell you how long it was before I thought about the fact that Charmander was Char Commander? It was not, you know, <laughs> not fast. I was like, sure, it's Charmander. That's just his name. I thought it was Char Salamander. That makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> you have to think about it just a little bit more. It's just like a beat. I'm like, huh, yeah, okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> Hold on. Wait a sec. Yeah, I, I too did not think about like what was the wordplay uh-huh. when I was reading Pokemon names as a kid. I was just like, yeah, like uh, Chikorita. I didn't think about like Chica and, uh, you know, Margarita or whatever the fuck. Salt around the rim As a kid, I was like, like Chikorita banana. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's take this in, in concert with its evolution, Houndstone. When leveled up at night, starting at level 30. Grievard evolves into Houndstone, which is kind of spooky. It's it's Haka Dog, which is like Hakaba for grave, and then Dog, dog. <laughs> for dog. Game, it's a classic game comes out tomorrow. Kind of nickname. So Houndstone's a little bit more cartoonish. I would say it almost looks like it's out of a Hanna Barbera cartoon or something, or like uh-huh. the Grinch, like a Doctor Seuss thing. Um, it is like what happens if Grievard grew a whole tombstone out of its head. And had what I can only describe as old man jaw. Okay, this doesn't make any damn sense. All right. Violet. A lovingly mourned Pokemon was reborn as Houndstone. It doesn't like anyone touching the protuberance on its head. Um, This is a different Pokemon. Like, it evolves to be a different person. What are you talking about? I thought... Lovingly mourned Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, I thought that it's pre-evolution was dogs that never met a person. Mm-hmm. And then it, you get it to level 30, and suddenly its backstory changes? Sloppy, guys. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, especially the anime does this, where, like, Pokemon just exist as their evolution. Yeah, I guess that's fair. They're viewed as separate. But they haven't done that in a long-ass time. It's always been this thing becomes this thing. Um, Houndstone spends most of its time sleeping in graveyards. Among all the dog Pokemon, this one is most loyal to its master. Controversial. Hot take. Really hot take. Dog Pokemon. Wow, fuck you, Arcanine. Fuck you, Grand Blue. <laughs> Zacian. It took me a second to remember that Grand Blue was, and you weren't just doing some weird, like, I was like, what's the Grand Blue fantasy joke we're making word here? A, word association, uh, yeah. Grand Bull. Um, Herdier, Stoutland. I thought Stoutland's whole thing was like it's the most loyal dog. Yeah, this is just. I'm sorry. I, I think I want to cut these. Stoutland literally rescues people stranded in blizzards. It is more loyal. Get out of here. No, I I don't want to keep uh, Stout Houndstone. I do want to keep Grievard. But Grievard's like, I feel like they just went all in on 
it's a real good dog, which like, of course, touches like tugs at my heartstrings. Right. I love a dog. But like Uh we have dogs and it doesn't have an identity outside of that. We have dogs at home. (laughs) Made myself laugh. (laughs) (laughs) It's very good. Trying to yourself laugh. It's I'm crazy. trying not to laugh out loud hard because I'm going to start coughing up a storm. So mm. I'm trying to have quiet laughs. Are you are you down to keep to cut or are you are you still team keep? I want to keep Grievard. Okay. I'm willing to fight for this boy. Okay, all right, I will <laughs> concede. All right, and I'm sure I'll I'll give you one at some point. I mean, I don't need it to be. It's not one of those, you know. That's fine. You want to keep it. Oh boy, this next one six. Oh, Flamigo. <laughs> okay, Pokemon Company. It's like Flamingo, but Amigo. Describe the visual to me. Have you ever seen a, a uh, Flamingo? No, what is that? Okay, well, it's kind of like Flamingo. It's like, um, it's oh. a pink bird. This one is specifically, okay. I'm pretty sure, supposed to be after a lawn one, given it's like sort of like exaggerated yeah, art foot. style with the very the foot, the very specific curve of the neck into the head. Um, it tires its own neck in a scarf. <laughs> That's cool. That's kind of fun. It's like a balloon. Um, yeah, this is um, and it's it's it is of course digitigrade, right? I, I don't know if it's true digitigrade. Um, oh, like it can't separate its fingers. Uh, no, that digitigrade is when is like is like reverse jointed things that stand on their toes. I don't know if technically it stands on its toes. Oh. I don't know the bone structure, but it is reverse jointed. But it is like oh. seems like it's permanent. Oh no, okay, that's literally. It is said that flamigo ties its neck into a knot to keep energy inside its belly from escaping. <laughs> Whoa. Um, but anyway, it's permanently doing like crane stance, right? Uh-huh. Um We are we are giving this Pokemon so much credit right now. We're doing great. I mean, I don't like so it. Nice, but... <laughs> no, this is one of the laziest signs. You guys just made a fake flamingo. I like that it's flying fighting. I think that's funny. I uh, like its it's, uh, its insane Pokedex image. With the squad, yeah. <laughs> the squad all just strike in the exact same pose, looking very unhinged. So, read the violet entry that explains it. Right. Uh, thanks to a behavior of theirs known as synchronizing, an entire flock of these Pokemon can attack simultaneously in perfect harmony, which would sound like a psychic thing, but I guess it's not. No, it's an animal thing. Animals do that. Animals uh, sync their brainwaves? Yeah, sometimes. Cool. Bir- birds fly together in patterns without telling each other anything? Sure, I, I feel like that's different, but I understand what you're saying. I feel you. Uh, this Pokemon apparently ties the base of its neck into a knot, so the energy is you. You read that, basically. Um, I think it's easy to just say they made a Flamingo cut it. Like, design-wise, yeah, it is that. But incorporating the tying the neck thing and making it a chorus line Pokemon, like a bunch of us all kick our legs out together and beat your ass in the DMs, is like kind of funny. And creative, actually. So I went into this so ready to be like, this is the worst design. But they put a modicum of effort into this. They did. It's not enough to keep it. No, it's not. I wanted to shout it out and say, hey, you guys, at least you tried. I think someone designed this and was like, 
we have to do something with it. And they just wrote deck entries around it. But you look at that thing, and other than the neck, there's nothing distinct about it whatsoever. Shiny is also a little uninspired. It's just sort of a more faded pastel pink. Yeah. It looks like a cherry blossom. Sure, I can I can buy that. How much do you think a lawn flamingo goes for on like uh, Amazon these days? Ten dollars. All the ones I'm finding have two pointy legs. They don't do the one leg standing up thing. I guess because it needs to poke into something. But still, how the pink plastic lawn flamingo became an American cultural icon. Whoa! I'm saving this Fox article for later. That's kind of fun. Yeah, I'm finding a few ten dollar ones. Okay. $15 a party city. Okay, okay. Oh, and there are ones that are just one leg poking up. Okay, uh, okay, okay. Okay. Sure. Uh, cut from me, go, though. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, bud. No. Um. It's, it's okay. We're going to talk about Will Seatottle. Seatottle. <laughs> you can't say this name without doing a baby voice. Seatottle. Seatottle. Set yeah no. That's me trying to not it, do a baby voice. Um, Emma says, "Set, set toddle." Arukujira. Is it sea toddle or set toddle? Hold on, what is the name based on? Uh, cetacean or cetus? Sea monster in Greek mythology. Okay. Okay. Well, one of those is set. One of them is sea. So that doesn't answer my question. I'm gonna say set toddle. Yeah, sure. The sea turtle sounds Ar- like sea turtle. I kind of like that. Even though it's not C-tottle. that. Oh my god, yeah. If you say sea turtle in a baby voice, it sounds like you're saying sea turtle. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Arukujira may be a combination of Aruku to walk and Kujira whale. It okay. lives in frigid regions in pods of five or so individuals. It loves the minerals found in snow and ice. It's good that I now know that this evolves with an ice stone because I have one of these in my party. Uh-huh. I found it recently and I was like, that thing's weird. And they never give you ice types in these games until way too late. Yeah. Uh, I would love to have this and raise this child. And it's pretty nice. It's got really high defense. Um, But I didn't know how to evolve it. So now I know. It's this big white, like, it's got sort of curvy proportions. The arms are way too long, of course, but it's like orb with tiny legs, tiny stub legs and a huge mouth. Um, it's got like pink emphasizing paw pads and also <laughs> eyeshadow. Um, the next time somebody asks me what my body is like, I'm going to say Kirby proportions. The next time people <laughs> ask me what I want to name my band, it's going to be Kirby proportions. I almost, there was a point yesterday where I, I almost described myself using a meme. I'm a, I'm a large boulder the size of a small boulder. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that one. Oh, that's the, yeah, that's the, um, it's like, I forget what state it is, but it's like some, some like county sheriff's describing like, oh no, there's a rock in the road. It's a large boulder the size of a small boulder. It's like, uh, okay. Anyway. San Miguel, Mexico. Large boulder the size of a small boulder is completely blocking eastbound lane highway 145. Please caution. It's just a rock. (laughs) Great. January 2020. Good time for the internet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We were all just at the at the peak of excitement about this whole pandemic thing and how great our lives were going. Yeah. Well, we didn't know. January, we were like, oh, there's probably a COVID. What's a COVID? I feel like that was the point where we were starting to be like, this is going to go bad. And in our anxiety, we were willing to turn anything into a meme. Yes. 
It's like, give me anything. I need to feel something quickly, please. Oh, God. Uh, can we cut Sea Tuttle? <sighs> good shiny. Really good shiny. That's exactly what I was about to say. This species left the ocean and began living on land a very long time ago, and it seems to be closely related to Whalemur. This is a great idea. This is a great version of convergent evolution. It's not just Whalemur with legs. It's a based. It, it evolved from Whalemur. It's based. <laughs> it's also based. I mean, I think it's cute. I just don't like it. I mean, I also don't like what it evolves into, though, but. Oh. Oh, no. Which is, yeah, course, I would cut Sea Tottle by itself. And, and it evolves into Sea Titan. Oh, Sea Titan. Which is kind of just a nightmare of a design. It looks unfortunate. It looks sad. Don't forget to t so it's got this like like its its predecessor though it's kind of inverted now it has this weird like U shaped mouth thing with like a thing sticking down the middle like its jawline doesn't make any sense. Um, it's got horns look at the Pokedex there. picture and yeah. the jawline will make even less sense. Right where it's got like the what are those things baleen? Yeah, I think it's got baleen up but only over the top part of the mouth. Um, no, a little bit under the bottom part of the mouth, which tucks underneath its eyes when it closes. <laughs> what the f- What is this? Imagine if understand. when you closed your mouth, your teeth sort of slid up behind your eye. <laughs> what Gross the fuck? and weird. Powerful muscles and a thick layer of fat protect this Pokemon from cold weather. That's just a cold weather creature. Ice energy builds up in the horn or on its upper jaw, causing the horn to reach cryogenic temperatures that freeze its surroundings. The phrase cryogenic temperatures doesn't mean anything. The word cryogenic just means related to low temperature. Yeah. Guys, do better. So we can cut both of these, right? Yeah, do better. Hulk Kujira, though. Hulk. Hulk whale. Well, oh, Hulk ha Haku. Haku Ujira. You know what? Another good shiny. Also. Yes, this is a better shiny than the first one. Yeah. Pretty good. How, how is it based on a toothed whale? I don't believe you. <laughs> toothed whale doesn't have feet. If you like close, squint, you know, squint your eyes and then get incredibly drunk. Oh, I love that. Oh, wait, I'm on dry April. I can't do that. Ah. Uh, well. It's going well so far. Yeah, congratulations. Thanks, pal. I'm definitely not on dry April. <laughs> Oops. That's fine. But I also don't drink very much at all anyway. Um, we're moving on to a interesting water psychic Pokemon named Veluza. <laughs> it's definitely not Velwina. <laughs> Veluza, Jamaica. Ooh, I want to take you. <laughs> Pretty good, huh? It's it's yeah. when you bust out the like incoherently like connected enough that my brain can somehow also go there, but not reasonable <laughs> like early yeah. aughts, late nineties stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Like, my uh, brain has heard that, but what? To Bermuda, Vel to Veluza. When Veluza discards unnecessary flesh, its my ew, its mind becomes honed and its psychic power increases. The spare flesh has a mild but delicious flavor. I would also like to discard 
my unnecessary flesh. Please. Please. Uh, oh my god. What? Oh my god. Look at the what? Pokedex image and compare it to up above, and you can right. tell what it means. Yeah, that's, that's what it looks like underneath. Just its body. <laughs> it's just like, I don't need to imagine a salmon that, like, fillets itself every now and then. <laughs> this is so fucked up. <laughs> it totally is that. It totally is just a, a salmon, like a fish bone. That's its body is a fish bone. That's wild. Uh, this has to be based on a real thing. I'm going to look into it. That's really cool. Hakes. Hakes? I think it's probably hockey. They, I'm going to say, don't do this. No, I bet you there's a fish that sheds. It's like it's <laughs> it's world. organs. Yeah, why not? I don't think so. I think this is just a fun idea they had, which is very f- it's it's a wild thing to do. It's just a type of fish. This isn't even specific. Yeah. Okay. No, it's just, it really is chess. Like, what if a, a fish could turn itself into fillets to get, a like, a speed advantage temporarily? Well, this is very Spain-relevant, right? If, 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 uh... Uh-huh, this, this, you talking? If, if Paldea is supposed to be... No, fish is, like, a huge part of oh, okay. Spanish cuisine. okay, okay. <laughs> Spain is the biggest consumer of hockey in the world, accounting for half of all hockey consumed in Europe. Okay, okay. I was like, no, okay, go on. What's the What's the, like, ripping off your own skin connection here? Yeah, everyone in Spanish. Everyone in Spanish. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, I, I know. I know how it is, man. I, I, you know, we do this to ourselves sometimes. Um, yeah, this is like wild and dope. I. This is Pokemon is really good when it makes me want to learn about real fish and real creatures. Or when it has an idea that, like, like you know, you were like, this must be from a real thing, and it pretty sure it actually isn't but it like it feels like unhinged in the way nature can be even though it's a yeah. new idea yeah they could have just done a fish instead they did this like weird and what's cool is it almost looks polygonal uh-huh. like if you look at the 3d model it's like that's what's shedding is these like armor pieces almost and then it looks like underneath it like looks like it's made of like felt almost oh that's cool yeah, this is a really cool design. And a great shiny. Yeah, yeah, solid shiny. Good work. Yeah, love evolution. Let's get an evolution next generation, yeah? Water psychic, by the way. That's how it's doing. Oh, my God, so they are like funnels. It's like shedding its skin. Well, I don't think it can control them. Yeah, it just lets you eat them, and they apparently taste good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would eat one. Oh my god, its ability where it does that is called fillet away. <laughs> Deducts half the user's maximum HP from its current and raises the user's attack, special attack, and speed. Oh, okay, classic, you know, sacrifice one thing to boost your stats. Yeah, classic, like, cool move you'd never actually use. <laughs> Maybe if you had, like, a super attack the next turn and you knew you weren't going to get killed on the opponent's turn. Yeah, I guess that's possible. Competitive Pokemon this sometimes is, a- is wacky stuff. Fucking weird. So this is uh this is a big keep for us. The next two mm-hmm. are fucking fascinating. Six. Are you familiar with these guys at all? I am. They are. I, I last I checked, they were the scourge of competitive Pokemon in this gen. And we're talking about Dondozo and Tatsugiri. Uh huh. Um, 
So Don Dozo is a classic catfish character Pokemon. Hey, Rusher. Yeah, Japanese. classic classic catfish. Uh, pretends to be a cute girl. Says you should meet up once your money, right? I actually just rolled my eyes, Six. <laughs> Am I getting cynical? What is going on? I, like, rolled my eyes at your fucking joke. <laughs> oh, okay. This is going to be really good once... Oh, okay. So... Oh, my God. Its Sorry, tongue guys. is a cutting board. What? Look at know. the look at the image oh! of its tongue. It's just a cutting board. And so it's Japanese name Heirashai. Heirashai. Check this out. Heirashai may be a combination of Heirashai as in hey, come on in. Uh-huh. Typically said by sushi restaurant chefs when greeting customers. And sha or air er is like an agentive suffix. Also may be referring to Rusher Itemai. Itame, a Japanese comedian. Itame is a Japanese word referring to a chef of traditional Japanese cuisine. This is a sushi chef catfish. That's uh-huh. fucking awesome. Uh-huh. And it truly That's is. so good. Because we can't talk about it without also talking about Tatsugiri. So we'll, I feel like we should establish the connection here and then sort of, and then go through Dondozo and then go through Tatsugiri. Does that make sense? That does, yeah. So basically this big catfish guy with the, with the cutting board tongue Tatsugiri is a tiny little fish with three different forms um, that are all resting on a little, like, cloud or something that looks rice. like a bed of rice. Okay, apparently it's its white throat sack. But yeah, it just... <laughs> yeah, that is kind of gross. But, I mean, that's just them having an explanation for why that thing is there. They're not actually <laughs> thinking about that. Um, and so... The way it works is Dondozo eats the sushi whole, like you drop uh-huh. these on its tongue, and like a good uh-huh. sushi eater, just pulls the whole thing into its mouth. And then yeah. from inside, Tatsugiri gives orders to Dondozo and buffs him. What? That's so cool. It's really wacky. Um, Fucking James Turner, you British son of a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, that was, that was kind of real. Listen, don't talk about James <laughs> Turner's characters like that. No, he just consistently makes these like wild, fascinating designs. The first Westerner to officially design Pokemon, and he's still out there making the whole Tatsugiri Dondozo situation. Mm-hmm. Wait, sorry, where does the English name Dondozo come from? I didn't understand. No clue. Hold on. Don, Spanish for Lord. Dozo, please help yourself in Japanese. Sure. So the Japanese name is referencing, or the English name is referencing a Japanese term, and the Japanese name is also referencing a Japanese term. Don Dozo. That's cool. That's good. So the concept is, of course, very good. Now, dealing with them individually, uh, Don Dozo. It treats Tatsugiri like its boss and follows it loyally. Though powerful, Don Dozo is apparently not very smart. Aww. Oh, baby. This Pokemon is a glutton, but it's bad at getting food. <laughs> it teams up with a Tatsugiri to catch prey. Prey. So, it's- Tatsugiri... Oh. Okay, well, I guess we're going to get to... But, like, looking at Dondozo just visually, it's this great blue and white, like, bullish in, in terms of, like, attitude catfish mm-hmm. uh, I think it's very fun 
He absolutely is. Looking at mm-hmm. uh, shiny, it's electric yellow, and I don't know that I love that. Sir Dondozo? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's so different. I'm okay with the shiny, honestly. All right. Fair enough. Did we talk about the gameplay context of Tatsugiri and Dondozo? Well, it works the same way as described, right? Which is Tatsugiri goes inside Dondozo and you can't attack it. It says specifically in double battles if you have both. Double battles. Um, Dondozo has an ability signature move called Order Up, which interacts with Tatsugiri, which is when it swallows the thing. And then Commander is uh, Tatsugiri's ability, which lets it enter Dondozo's mouth Raise all of its stats by two stages, and neither of them can be switched out or forced out. And the trainer, oh my god! Oh, if you, I'm, I'm kind of confused by this. Like, I guess if I'm in a two-player battle, then the second player, the Tatsugiri player, does all the fighting. But if you're in an A, if the AI is controlling one of them, then you can't control it. I guess. Hmm. Kind of confused by that. I, I wish I would like to do some research on that, but. That's great. I love that this has a gameplay implication, too. I really like the idea of you guys fused. One of you can't attack anymore. The other person does all the moves until you unfuse. Mm-hmm. Also, um, uh, you should look up... Well, I can just search, send you a screenshot real quick. But the uh, the visual for the move order up... Oh, yeah. Do you have a screenshot of that? Yeah. <laughs> it is like the cutting board with like Tatsugiri lined up like sushi, like attacking. Oh my god, cute. Um, yeah, weird. Um, then looking at Tatsugiri, Tatsugiri has three forms. First of all, we've got curly, droopy, and stretchy. Mm-hmm. Um, they change color and shape based on what is said there. Um, they're kind of supposed to be like three different, like similar cuts of, of, of sushi, obviously. Um, and then the other thing is based on form, they buff Dondozo differently. Oh, like attack speed defense. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I need to get to these guys. I need to catch this. Oh, that's cute. So they even, they even like lean on with the color and stuff like okay look at these what do you think the each one is supposed to be uh stretchy is probably attack no sorry i mean as in like what sushi is it supposed to be oh i don't know sushi that well so stretchy is tamago is egg yeah okay yellow yeah uh curly you can see it has that distinctive pattern it's not just orange because it's shrimp it's shrimp Mm -hmm. yeah okay and then droopy is salmon Oh, sure. I never had Tamago sushi. That sounds kind of fun. Oh, it's fantastic. Or sorry, I said yeah. I said salmon. I meant to say tuna. I apologize. Tuna's dark. Oh. Tuna sushi is in fantastic. That I've had. Yeah, I have I have I have uh Tamago almost every time cuz some some smart person once said that if you want to know how good a plate a sushi place is, order Tamago. And I was Tamago's like, that's one where they me. make that little like the rectangle of egg they put on mm-hmm. top of the oh yeah. that's fun yeah and the way they but season it no, you know it's really there's no fish we get to read a bunch of Pokedex entries here oh boy uh, curly form 
Tatsugiri is an extremely cunning Pokemon. It feigns weakness to lure in prey, then orders its partner to attack. This is a small dragon Pokemon. It lives inside the mouth of Dendoza to protect itself from enemies on the outside. Droopy form. This Pokemon tricks its opponents by playing dead. It is small and weak, but uses its smarts to survive. Okay. Makes sense. The species' is differing colors and patterns are apparently the result of Tatsugiri changing itself to suit the preferences <laughs> of the prey it lures in. Oops. Whoa. Uh, stretchy form. It's one of the most intelligent dragon Pokemon. Sorry, Dragonite. Uh, it camouflages itself by inflating its throat sack. Ew. Bird Pokemon are its main prey. This Pokemon knows it's weak, so it hunts with a partner. A little redundancy in there, but there's a little bit of new information every time. Um, yeah. I love the idea of it being like, mm, mm, would this would this bird like tuna or shrimp better? Mm. <laughs> What's your preference? You know, Sean? Okay, what happens with the shiny? Oh, interesting. I think... Actually, I saw people complain about this. Really? Because with the color change, specifically with the uh, stretchy shiny, where it turns orange with little like yellow stripes, it can make you think that it's curly, and then you won't know what buff the enemy is getting and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this rules. These guys are both fucking sick as hell. No question. No contest. I want shrimp. I want curly Tatsugiri as like a sticker on my laptop or something. That's so fucking cute. It is a it is a winner, isn't it? I think it's my favorite of the three. Although Stretchy does know that you've done crimes. <laughs> And Droopy is judging you hardcore. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They all got a look. Um, we're heading next to one of our evolutions from uh from a long oh. time ago. This is a primate evolution. This is annihilate. Uh, what? 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 What is this? This is so weird. It's like uh, <laughs> Misats. Uh, it's gonna like Mesats. You're maybe more right than you know. I'll read my, your Pokedex entry is better because I always read Violet because that's the game I got. But uh, it imbues its fist with the power of rage that it kept hidden in its heart. Opponents struck by these imbued strikes will be shattered to their core. Oh my god, I was right. When its anger rose beyond a critical point, this Pokemon gained power that's unfettered by the limits of its physical body. It <laughs> it is so angry. That it is ghost type. <laughs> Great. It didn't die. It's just the pure spirit of 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 uh, anger and frust and fury and everything turned it into the spirit. Yeah, it's like it is like it's possessed because its spirit is sort of bubbling out of it because it can't fit because it's so upset. <laughs> just like go to the Pokedex picture and look at its eyes. Look at its under eyes specifically. Finally, the large bags under your eyes representation that I've been craving. I also like that it has the permanently bulging vein on its forehead. Oh, yeah. I was just watching uh, Masahiro Sakura and Under Its Eye. Oh, yeah. The Sakura video today about that, about why they do that in manga. Easy way to communicate emotion. Universal emotion. Yeah. Um, Also, he references like an obscure indie horror game in that video, which is really weird. Uh, It's the milk inside a bag. bag. Yeah. Yeah. People tweeted about this. Okay, great. Yep. Um, Annihilate. Yeah, I love the hair. It is giving like 
Akuma Street Fighter. I'm so embarrassed that I said Akuma over and over again on another podcast. You guys need to just like not have me on anymore. Uh, Kono Yozaru, by the way. If I remember right, Saru is monkey. <gasps> is the anime studio Science Saru like Science Monkey? Yes. Good. What were you going to say? Um, I, oh was, I was going to, since you decided. <laughs> yeah? What's up? I, I want you to say it. Uh, since you decided to correct yourself on Akuma versus Akuma, I've decided to do the like the sideshow. What is sideshow Bob's brother? I forget. But you know that meme. Mel. Mel. I've decided to do the Mel meme and be like, ah, yes, I too enjoy Goki. <laughs> <laughs> Gokin. Uh, I thought you were going to read the other the reason that he's called Kono Yozaru. Because it's Kono Yaro? Oh, Kono no. Yo Osaru. <laughs> Kono Yo Osaru means to leave this world to die. Monkey. So it's it's also it's there's also I think I I want to believe that you're doing something with Kono Yaro a little bit. What does that mean? Basically, it's it's less it's one of those ones that's hard to translate because it's like in between a casual insult and a swear, but it's kind uh-huh. of like saying you bastard. <laughs> oh, I doubt that they're doing that, but that's for the adults. I mean, as I say, it's, it's not as bad as that. It's one yeah, of those ones I, where, I, I, like, because in English, you can be, like, like idiot or fuckhead. And we don't really have a scale, you know? <laughs> <laughs> We've lost the scale. Language is flattened. Yeah. Idiot, imbecile, fool, dumbass. You know, it, it levels up. Um, Annihilate is so cool. This is so fun and stupid. <laughs> what? <laughs> Super angry monkey. Which, by the way... It evolves when, from primate when leveled up after using Rage Fist 20 times. Rage Fist, a move Damage. that hits harder the more times you've been hit. Awesome. So you're training, basically. You have to train your primate enough to become an, an annihilate. Yeah. Yeah. Ghost fighting is an awesome typing. I it's wonder how that works in competitive. Really sick. Also, it's uh, cool shiny because it's like it's not that different, but it's just like purple instead of the gray, and it looks good. Yeah, agreed. Well, I guess it's more navy blue almost, but there's some... Pro- yeah, whatever. I'm not going to correct myself a whole bunch. Um, This guy rules. We're keeping him. Yes, we are. 100%. All right. You, oh, my gosh. You want to... So, we did Dunsparce a while ago, right? Back before yeah. we had proper Pokedex numbers. And that was kind yeah. of out of order, as it turns out. But if we do the next two, then we will have caught up to Dun Sparse and it will be smooth sailing from then on. Do you want to just get these two done? Yeah, I do. Okay, let's go to 980, Claude Sire. My boy, I was just going to note once we get through these weirdo evolutions, we are going to be deep in the weeds for like a full episode. We're going to be very in the weeds, it's true. Oh boy, but Claude Sire is the evolution of Paldean Whooper. Um... It's a sweetheart. It's plushy bait. What if Quagsire was instead just a flat, chunky tadpole with a big face and mouth that looked like a friend covered in poop or mud? It's poison ground. Mm-hmm. Um, it also has spines. It doesn't show in the 2D art, but the top of its head, those like little holes protrude out into spines. 
It's yeah. a fun evolution of how Wooper works. It lives at the bottom of ponds and swamps. It will carry Wooper on its back and ferry them across water from one shore to the other. When attacked, this Pokemon will retaliate by sticking thick spines out from its body. It's a risky move that puts everything on the line. Whoa, everything? I don't know if that's true, but okay. E everything? Everything. Uh, <laughs> hey, Six, what's Claude Sire's Japanese name? Uh, It's Do. Do. Or Do, if you're <laughs> lazy. Boober. Uh, do. Do, earth and ground. Doku, poison. O, king. And then some stuff that's not it. <laughs> Osanshuo is the Japanese giant salamander. Nuo is Quagsire. Nuo Do. It's, it's the Dirt like... King. There you go. Who needs Shaman King? We got the Dirt <laughs> King right here, boys. I just... I'm really happy right now. I love Claude Sire. It's so fucking cute and friendly and relatable, and I want to hug. I always liked the idea of Quagsire, but it as mostly like I I like the like the big like hey guys energy, but I didn't yep. love the design to be honest. Uh -huh. And Quagsire or Claude Sire really just brings it all home. Claude Sire just is is just what we want. Home run. When he opens his mouth and goes, duh, that's fucking great. Lots of good mud abilities. Learns a lot of TMs. Can do Earthquake and Megahorn and Toxic and Poison Jab. I mean, what else is there to say? Clodsire is a hard keep for me. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't be against it. You know what I could be against, though? Uh oh. What? For a giraffe. Fari Giraffe. Normal Psychic. They finally evolved Girafarig. Girafarig. Fari Giraffe is an inversion of Girafarig. They just moved the letters around. Uh-huh. In Japanese, its name is Riki Kirin. Derived from Riki Power and Kirin Giraffe. And an anagram of Kirikiri, which is Girafarig. So it is a giraffe that looks like giraffe rig patterned and is wearing a hoodie based on the tail, but not the rest of the hoodie, just the hood. It's funny because I said, you know, way back in fucking Jodacorum 7 or 10 or whatever, when we got to 203 giraffe rig, it's probably way further down, actually. But um, when we did giraffe rig, I was probably like, oh, I wish that they would do something where, like, the tail, like, consumes the whole body. Yeah, you did. And and they were like, we got you, fam. Here's what happens when the tail consumes the whole body. And I'm just not very impressed. No. Uh, It looks like it's wearing it as a hat. I guess it's not trying to be too creepy because it's a game for kids, so let's be adults. But, like, really? That's all we were going to do with Giraffe Rig's tail? We're just going to make it wear like a hat with a long neck? Uh, The hardened head from the tail protects the head of the main body. As Furry Giraffe whips its long neck around to headbutt enemies. Wow, uninspired. Uninspired. Now that the brainwaves from its head and tail are synced up, the psychic power of this Pokemon is ten times stronger than Giraffe Rigs. I'm making a, like, shoe gesture. Get out of the room. <sighs> Go away. Get Go out of away. the kitchen. Don't, you. don't let him cook. Don't let him cook. He tried to cook. We stopped him. 
the shiny's cute. It's like a dark red, like a bright, almost maroon. With a blue nose for some reason. He has a cold. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's got a really bad cold. We actually have one more. We're caught. Oh, no, sorry. Dunsparce catches us up, and then we have one more evolution, and then we're in the weeds. So let's let's give ourselves that next week. Yeah, let's give ourselves a brief respite before we head into the Paradox Pokemon. Uh, We're cutting for a giraffe, though, right? This thing sucks. Yeah, sorry, to be clear. We're definitely cutting for a giraffe. It's not boring name. Boring design, so much potential used really in a in a really mediocre way. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're like Alan and Six, you guys never give like better alternatives when you cut things. I'll tell you, lean way more into the fucking tail, dude. Make the tail of the body. Don't make it a helmet. Make the tail of the body, and there's a little giraffe sticking out the back. Go really fucking weird with it. I mean, and also, you know, two things. One is, of course, it is not the job of the critic to create a better original but also no, like not. but i don't like giraffe rig i think this whole line sucks yeah no. i know we we kind of disagree on that one and that's fine <coughs> but i like, like it it's yeah. cute yeah but yeah i'm not i'm not here to be like it's the best fucking pokemon it's no cloth <laughs> cloth is that the best pokemon no it's just fun to say cloth yeah you came back from dc with a cloth it's been here ever since. Oh. All right. I think that's all I got here. Alan. Cloth patrol. Go ahead. Are you led you prefer leather or cloth? There you go. I don't know. I've got I've got mm, I think I prefer cloth. Leather's too annoying to clean. Yeah. And it doesn't let you do magic as much. Well, it depends on your magic, doesn't it? Um Alan, where can people find you on the internet? They can't. Well, thanks for asking, pal. Oh, they can't. Oh, they just can't. But, but, they, but you know, there's still there's still ways and ways. Yeah. Um, I'm on another podcast called Chats, a television podcast. Chats colon, a television podcast. It's a friend of mine, Magellan and I's podcast, where we watch TV. It's a book club. Um, we also do Trek Chats, where we watch 80 season of Star Trek for the first time every three months. And uh, as of the month of April, we're putting out Trek Chats 5, covering TNG Season 5. So um, if you're looking for first-time Star Trek opinions, in addition to our TV book club discussions, uh, check out Chats. Yeah. Um, that's all I got. What about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SixDetmar, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. Uh, I have my DMs open for any questions, comments, suggestions, whatever, for this or any other Scanline shows, or just, you know, me as a person. You can also, of course, send emails to emails at scanlandmedia.com. People don't send a lot of emails to this, and that's totally valid, because most... I mean, what would you do? You'd just be like, you shouldn't have cut that guy, and be like, okay. But, like, you know, if you got questions, or if you're like, hey, in advance, I know you're about to get to Iron Tread, and here's my case for Iron Tread, you know, feel free. You're allowed to be wrong. Uh Uh-huh. Well, or your case against, right? Also, yeah. there's that. Um, otherwise, scanlingmedia.com, Patreon, it comes to Scanling Media for all my stuff. Dylan is not your name. God damn it. Oh, my God. We have to podcast more often. I know that's not what you're looking for, but that's how we fix the problem. I'm down. It's just. You're always like, I'm so busy. I'm out clubbing and meeting girls and stuff. And I'm like, Six, can we do one podcast? You know, the this other thing. Bit. The other thing is. Yeah. 
Uh, this is the other. This is the only show. Mechanista and this are the shows where I'm like, hey, but let's have a sign off, right? True. That's why that's in my brain because on Mechanista it's always like I try and find some quote from the work we just covered. I gotcha. Various excuses for why I fucked this up several times, Alan. Yes. What do folks need to keep in mind besides your name? I'm Alan, and this is a game for kids. So let's be adults. Peace. Bye. Thank you.